0: Than the fact that it's cool it was a click you know an inner click that you just know Mm -hmm. it's the right thing and it wasn't rebellion which and it what because people are like you can't do both you can't how can you do this but it was just it was like because it felt like i had to it felt like i could breathe you know yeah that's like to not do it would would kill me like i love chiropractic don't get me wrong and i think chiropractic is wonderful and i'm so excited about it but if I had to not do chiropractic, I'd be okay. If I couldn't do the TCM in some form, I think that would crush me. Two, three,
1: three, this is Unconditioning, Discovering the Voice Within, with Whitney and Jenkins. Hello, and welcome to the 10th episode of Unconditioning, Discovering the Voice Within, where I bring on guests and we talk about the inner authentic voice. This week, I have with me Dr. Elizabeth Langer, and she is a doctor of chiropractic and also acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine. She received her doctor of chiropractic at the New York Chiropractic College in Seneca Falls, New York, and she simultaneously completed her Master of Science in Acupuncture at the Finger Lake School of Acupuncture and Oriental Medicine. Because of this integration, Dr. Linger is able to combine the most effective elements of both Western and Eastern medicine, which is quite unique anywhere, but especially in a smaller conservative town. I discovered Dr. Linger when I was visiting my parents in Saxonburg, Pennsylvania, taking a break from california during the pandemic just to give myself a little more space to roam free and visit my family and not be so isolated during these times and i was having some issues with the climate change and some digestive things and so i sought out an acupuncturist and i met dr langer and she is so passionate about what she does it's really contagious and I just loved talking to her during my sessions and it's always wonderful to find like minded souls wherever you go. Though so I convinced her to come onto the podcast. So here is my conversation with Doctor Elizabeth Linger. What do you feel like it's like practicing in Saxonburg as opposed to a bigger city?
0: It's a lot easier. Really? Yeah, because everybody knows you. So Marketing is like you just go down to the coffee shop and you just check out a conversation. You know, all you really need is a smile to market in Saxonburg. We used to have a vegan restaurant, but they moved, which stinks. But, you know, they have a natural little store down there, so it's not too bad. But Saxonburg's kind of like a
1: special small town, I think. Yeah, Yeah. it seems to be like on the brink of wanting to experience different things yeah did you ever watch Gilmore Girls yeah it kind of reminds me of that yeah <laughs> the one uh, lady the
0: coffee shop
1: she goes she's like
0: you know in a in a way in a shy way you're a little you would you and Emily are a little like Lorelai and Rory and they <laughs> laughed because of, of the coffee and I said and Emily has those big blue eyes and I said yeah I just hope she doesn't turn into a shit like Rory did <laughs> loved Rory for four years even after she did that something something with Dean I was like oh okay well mistakes but then I was like after Logan yeah I was like I don't like her as much what are you
1: doing but I guess we all kind of go through that period of where we're like trying to experiment and find ourselves
0: yeah but the the bad thing is though is that whenever I still watch it like or I'll listen to it when I do billing because it makes me feel calm but makes me drink more coffee That and dead like me. I want coffee. Coffee calms me. Mm. I use it for calming. That's why I do it with my meditation in the morning. I do that too. Yeah. 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 See, you just, you have it. It's like
1: you just inhale, exhale. It just gives me a certain kind of focus. Yeah. That's different. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like clicks. It's a ritual. Ritual. seems to be something that's very apparent in uh, acupuncture. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the questions that I usually ask my people on the podcast at first is when is the first time you remember having your own like individual thoughts as a person that wasn't influenced by your parents or like society, but you were like, oh, this is me. Do you have like a particular moment?
0: Because I was always very shy. And does rebellion count or is that kind of a counter influence?
1: I feel like that could count, um, okay. because there's something inside of you that's driving you to rebel, right?
0: My parents didn't make that big of a deal of it, but like when I was eight years old, when other girls wanted to be princesses, I wanted to be Lydia from Beetlejuice. <laughs> <She was> the- <laughs> I just thought she was the coolest person, and I don't know if I put on my, my. Um, I had this black thing for it was halloween and i just would wear it and i'd be like my whole life is a dark room, you know <laughs> Can you <alternate? laughs> i don't know if it was a rebellion and that i wanted to marry count dracula oh wow so i know <laughs> but i i because my parents never really discouraged it
1: they they were yeah they were okay with you marrying yeah. count dracula
0: yeah 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 um my mom even let me see the movie with frank Langella because he was handsome because i think at first i was afraid of him but then she then I thought he was handsome, so I was okay with it. I'm sure she fast-forwarded through the naughty (laughs) parts, but the other thing they didn't want me to do is I wasn't allowed to dye my hair, and I wasn't allowed to paint my room black. Oh, so (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, anything permanent they didn't want, but yeah, I was allowed to kind of explore.
1: So interesting. Mm -hmm. You you seem to be very passionate about what you do. Yeah. Um, Was there? A specific moment that brought you to discover that passion for traditional Chinese medicine? Yeah. Yeah.
0: There was this place called the Shadyside Natural Food Center. I think it closed, but I'd always go there because I was, uh, when I was 14, I was a vegetarian. And um, I remember reading this little article about this woman in China. She was having open heart surgery, she didn't have any anesthesia, and they were just using acupuncture. And she was just smiling. And I mean, I I probably, if I was having open heart surgery, I wouldn't want to be awake. But the thing of it is, I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. And I I just remembered that power of it. And I I wasn't sure what I wanted to do when I was 14, but then when I was 17, I wanted to go into medicine. And uh, I just remembered that. And I was like, I'm gonna practice acupuncture when I become a doctor. So that was sort of how it tied into that.
1: Did you try acupuncture before you decided that's what you wanted to do? Nope. Wow.
0: No, I actually did not have acupuncture until I was in graduate school. Believe it or not, but I just, it felt right, you know, just felt like that's what I needed to do, Mm -hmm. and I needed to do it the real way. I didn't want to get, it's okay if you get the certificate, but it wasn't, wasn't my path. I wanted to really, really get into it, and three years
1: just isn't enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but what was it that drew you to it? I besides like the open heart surgery example, like that's pretty incredible in itself. But is there something specific that you feel drawn to about studying that?
0: Other than the fact that it's cool, it was a click. You know, an inner click that you just know mm-hmm. it's the right thing. And it wasn't rebellion, which And at what, because people are like, you can't do both. You can't, how can you do this? But it was just, it was like, because it felt like I had to, it felt like I could breathe, you know, that's like, to not do it would, would kill me. Like I love chiropractic. Don't get me wrong. And I think chiropractic is wonderful and I'm so excited about it. But if I had to not do chiropractic, I'd be okay. If I couldn't do the TCM in some form, I think that
1: crushed me. Yeah. Could you explain to the listeners who sure. maybe um, don't really know what TCM is? Oh, sure. And, no, that's okay. Just to give, like, I don't know, like, an, kind of an elevator pitch for what it is. <laughs> oh, boy. I've never been good at <laughs> this elevator pitch, but... Or you you can make it longer than that. But... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to, like, break the elevator. really. be <laughs> like... So... So,
0: it's, so TCM stands for traditional Chinese medicine, and acupuncture is just like one part of it. But it was a type of medicine that was, I guess, founded in China. And I could really, I could really elaborate that technically. I think it was influenced by India, but we'll we'll stick with China for right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's, it's it's thousands of years old, but it's based on this element. It's called chi spelled in i guess in here the west would be like c h i but in in china i think they spell it well with a q i and um it's basically it's just the energy that's needed to make things work and it goes beyond just our bodies it goes into like your computer the microphone the car so I guess like if your car breaks down, your car has bad qi or
1: something. Oh, we're in Mercury retrograde night right now, so. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Not no, very, very relevant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, but basically, with traditional Chinese medicine, it's to restore the balance and natural circulation and flow of qi throughout your body.
1: So, would you say chi is energetic? Yes, okay. absolutely yeah absolutely what was your first acupuncture experience like having read all about it and studied it and then actually having the experience I
0: had a panic attack (laughs) I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna let these people like stick needles in me what the heck and I think I cried uh because I was so scared of the needles but they did and they did I you know but I'm a sensitive person like as far as it, like that's why I don't tell people I'm like well I don't tell people that it doesn't hurt because it can it's not like giving blood though yeah I, I was a little panicky but after the needles were in I felt pretty good I was like felt kind of just like kind of floaty and I don't know my one friend she always had this like effect on me like she always made me feel like this pink void song you know comfortably numb so i told her she should open up a practice called comfortably not acupuncture.
1: <laughs> that's cool i do reiki so i like i yeah. practice reiki so it's i feel like there's a lot of maybe overlapping Absolutely. crossing in there and i found that out of desperation actually because it was the morning of my album release show and i woke up Yeah. And I'd had no voice at all. Oh my gosh. And I'd been working for years for this night. Like I had people coming. I was like playing with my band. It was like a huge deal. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And so like I like did all the things like, you know, gargling with salt water and like taking a steam shower and went to the doctor and was like, Can you please like give me a cortisone shot? And they were like, No, because that's too risky. We're not doing that. And so then, like, I remembered reading about Reiki. Yeah. And I looked online to some like random guy in the UK and I paid the money and I was like, okay, we're gonna see if this works. I got to the venue that night and I opened my mouth for sound check. Yeah. And I sang <gasps> better than I ever have before oh in my, my life. Gosh. And people were like, that's the best that I've ever heard you. And it was very strange because my speaking voice was kind of raspy, but my singing voice was, like, solid and there. Oh, that is and so cool. So that made me a big believer Oh yeah. in Reiki, which made me, you know, investigate practicing it because I wanted to share it. That's so awesome. So, I didn't know you did that. Yeah. That is so cool. So do you have an experience kind of like that with acupuncture? Like, is there... Has, have you encountered any scenarios which don't logically make sense, but are pretty amazing, the effects that they've had?
0: Um, yes, but I can't talk about them. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's HIPAA. With me personally, with acupuncture, I mean, you know, when I was in school, I had it for my asthma and my anxiety because I was just, I, 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 every time, like, this makes me nervous. I was like, <laughs> whenever i have to get tested my ball nerves um so that was it was really it was very instrumental in helping me you know get tested i can't say that knock on wood that it ever it was ever like a magical thing but it was it was like little miracles of it that that kind of got Mm -hmm. me sold on it but i don't think i ever had anything well i mean i guess well yeah i mean i did have something but it wasn't that you know but it wasn't the acupuncture that did it, but I've seen what it can do and it's powerful and well cool. so I'm also a chiropractor and I shadowed a chiropractor and what got me on on that okay, I won't I won't say who it is. Okay. But I shadowed this girl and she just said, Well, the best thing is when people get up off the table and they say, Oh my god, I have no pain. And that to me is such and maybe it's not like a miracle, but in a way, I think it is as best you know. And they're like, "Okay, well, I think I'm good. I'll I'll call you when I need to." <laughs> it's like, yes, <laughs> did good. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't
1: like. Did you ever have someone come into your practice? We yeah. don't need to say who it is or anything, yeah. but who maybe had run out of any other option in like traditional yeah. like medicine and had an experience. That change their mind about.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, medical doctors are actually the best ones for this. It's kind of cool because they're just they're usually bit, I mean, they're usually really open, but they're they're just a little bit skeptical, and it's just cool when you see that sh- that's like the clouds part, and they're just like oh oh okay, I don't know. It always makes that's just neat. <laughs> it's neat to see. That's one of the reasons I do like to work with fertility, because. So pain is really subjective, Mm -hmm. you know, and it could also just be like the fact that I like to be kind of goofy when I, you know, and try and make people laugh a little bit, but either you're pregnant or you're not, there is no in between. Mm -hmm. So when you help somebody conceive, that is just cool. Do you know what I mean? So And that's a miracle. That's magical. Yeah, that's that's pretty magical. magical. Or when a parent's kind of given up with a kid. They have like autism and quite frankly i see more kids with autism for chiropractic because most kids don't like needles i don't yeah. care yeah so whatever it is but you know i'm not saying it's not a cure-all but it's like the parents are like you know they've been a little bit more calm they're eating a little bit better they're going to the bathroom better they're smiling more their eyes are better so it's like it's shifting the clouds and it's allowing them so i would say the two most magical things are with fertility and with kids on the spectrum
1: mm-hmm. when you've had like medical doctors come in here yeah. do they ever ask you like how does this work
0: yep all the time
1: <laughs> like what would you say
0: to them well i i give them two answers i say well do you want the allopathic answer or do you want the tcm answer and they're just like hmm both so I give them the, the medical definition. I said, basically what it does is it helps to stimulate the endocrine system and the nervous system so your body can function better. And they're like, okay, I understand that. And then I said, and then I smile, said, you want the real definition? And they just, they kind of just, it's like they, like a little slow smile. They're like, yeah, sure. Because by then they've sort of relaxed. And I'm like, okay. And then I talked to them about the cheat. And they're just laughing, you know? And they're just like, okay, let's try it, you know? And it's it's cool to see the walls come down. I love when people's walls just come down. It's, it's nice. Yeah. Because so then they get to be authentic. They just, right. you know, you hear a lot of, of stuff mm-hmm.
1: and it's neat. How would you explain, like, the energy centers and meridians? Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, if my teachers are listening, I hope we'll do good. But... Yeah, like, so. so say, like, you're born into the world. Okay. Do you start out, like, a certain way, and then as you go through life, things change? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, um, like, when you do your thing and stick needles in people, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we're trying to get back to our authentic kind of self, or no?
0: Well, hmm. so basically when you're born, you know how like your tongue is to the roof of your mouth kind of like they have to the doctors have to like separate your tongue that's open up your mouth they do that thing i I don't know this so go ahead (laughs) okay what they do and that's how the babies cry like they have to like have like stick their thing in and they suck open then the babies cries okay do that so but when you're inside your mom's tummy the tongue is naturally to the roof of your mouth now if anybody ever practices tai chi or qigong one of the things they have us do is, is stick the tongue to the roof of the mouth because that is how you can create your own chi. Mm. Very similar to Reiki, huh? Yeah, I feel like I do that naturally. Yeah, see, you know. Yeah. But you're, you're pretty intuitive, so you know to do that. And, and acupuncture is just a tool, really. Do you know what I mean? You could yeah. use, you could really, you don't have to use stainless steel needles because you could do, use anything. Well, I mean, I don't recommend going to Michael's and getting on, but. Um, <laughs> But it just it helps to just get the balance, and I know I remember learning that the meridial the meridians are like channels in the body, like um, like riverway channels. So like water, and what you're doing is you're kind of having the restoring the flow of that water, so the rivers can kind of Mm -hmm. drain into one to each other without there any stoppages or or dams. I see. Yeah.
1: And what are the kinds of things that cause those stoppages or dams? Well,
0: stress is a big one. I say that a lot.
1: What we eat, eating
0: like uh, cold ice cream on a freezing cold day, that can, can cause a blockage in your stomach. Um, trauma, uh, like if you feel like um, if you bang your arm, that can, that can cause a blockage. Genetics sometimes, you, or people are more predisposed to it. Like if you have asthma, that you know things like that pre-existing conditions um sometimes it's just a build-up of just you know life happens and yeah pretty much anything kind of the same the same ways like allopathic medicine like anything can make you sick but you know i guess even viruses could cause blockage because they're kind of parasites sort of mm-hmm. <laughs> they, yeah and they have
1: energy yes. bodies as well maybe
0: yeah no i was just thinking about maybe doing qigong <laughs> on and I, I, I wonder I think they probably did that. I bet with monks doing qigong on virus cells on petri dishes. I wonder what that would what, what that would do. Hmm.
1: There's some research there.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh no, wow. I have to look into
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> so you you mentioned eating ice cream on a cold day. Yeah, I know that there's other uh, food factors. Yeah, um, that contribute to energy flow or or what. Ever blockages <laughs> might arise. <laughs> so can you explain a little more about that? Sure. Basically,
0: first off, it, it starts off with you and your body and your constitution. And like, some people can tolerate eating a lot of cold foods like me. I, I tend to be hot. Of course, I drink a lot of black coffee. So <laughs> I need to drink foods that are a little bit more cooling like peppermint tea. So I probably could eat something like ice cream on a cold day and be okay but there so you really have to like kind of like take what your body can do into consideration but there are certain foods that typically are more likely to kind of trip us up and one of them is going to be like really cold foods foods like ice cream drinking something like like ice water too much of it yeah that's hard for me a little bit a little bit's fine but it's all moderation um Fried greasy foods, obviously fake foods, (laughs) (laughs) and raw uncooked vegetables, oddly enough. So, Hmm. yeah, I was like, okay, but, you know, there's always ways you can modify it. Like, say, like, you're, like, you know, I think salads are very healthy, but, like, you just add certain herbs to it and it warms it up. Or you have some rice or people that eat meat, you could eat chicken that warms it up because chickens are like hot animals because they flap their wings a lot
1: Mm. which I'm sorry (laughs) no go ahead I don't eat them anyway I know I know but now I feel bad yeah and I think our our body kind of intuitively knows what we need but we don't pay attention to it a lot of the time
0: no we're just kind of bombarded with a lot of like advertisements and we're kind of on the go like and that's another thing is we don't chew our food I remember one of my teachers saying there was this this saying that said, the stomach has no teeth, so you should chew your food. So if you, like, gulp your food down real fast and you don't savor your meal, you'll get an upset tummy.
1: So more mindful eating. Yeah. Actually, like, taking the time to sit down and enjoy the food, which is one of the very few things we can enjoy right now during COVID time. I know. I know. And what do you feel about things, like, coming out like the beyond burger and impossible meat which is kind of like a replica of meat but not really anything but a bunch of chemicals i i don't know i mean
0: i for me i don't know if i would really want i don't know if i'd really want to eat it very often but i think every once in a while like maybe you're sorry i used to be a vegetarian but sometimes you just want that experience mm-hmm. if you want the burger and you want the french fries is it healthy i don't think it's healthy but is it going to hurt you if you have it every once in a while, like a treat? It's fine because, you know, it's, a lot of us grew up with burgers and french fries. Right. You know, <laughs> and it's like that brings back on some level like childhood memories. Maybe we, I don't know, all went to McDonald's and had the Happy Meal or whatever. But the, with the, I don't know, maybe it's just, if it gives you that, then I don't really see like there's anything wrong with it. Anything in moderation, I it's probably healthier than McDonald's. <laughs> Sorry, McDonald's. That's okay. We're we're not getting sponsored by them or anything. So. Okay, great. <laughs> but But um, you know, I just don't. I I think it just depends on you know what you're doing. It's like just enjoy it and mindfully eat it and enjoy. You know, I think if you're gonna like. It's better to. I don't. In my opinion, it's better to be grateful for even if something's junk food. Maybe you'll. On some level, if you enjoy it, it won't affect you as badly than health food that you're upset about, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a balance of... Right. Energy. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, again, like the Impossible Burgers, I think there's worse things that you could eat. I mean, I think probably organic beef farm-raised is probably healthier, but... To somebody whose heart is like, no, that goes against what's in my
1: heart, then don't. Don't eat the beef. Eat the the impossible burger. So since, okay, let me see if I can form this question in the way that I want to ask it. That it makes sense. So everything has energy. Yeah. And everything that we put into our body that we eat has an energy to it. Yeah. And so how does meat affect our body when we eat it since it has an energy attached to it in like relation to Chinese medicine
0: well, it's very, it's so, it's helpful in a lot of ways. Um, and I'm, I'm saying this as somebody who used to be a vegan. And if I probably wasn't doing what I did, I probably would go back to being a vegetarian because that's what I really ultimately want to do. But I did have brain surgery, so my blood sugar is wonky as anything. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm okay. But I've noticed that if I eat beef, not chicken, because I don't like to eat chicken. Chicken makes me sick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I don't need to eat chicken, so shh. So, but I'll eat beef because I noticed that makes me feel better. It builds, it it can nourish you much faster than vegetables mm-hmm. if you're very, very depleted. If somebody came in and they were very fragile and very sick, a lot of times I'll say, what is your diet? Are you a vegetarian or are you a vegan? Because I'm not going to say, oh, you have this beef. Even if it's like almost like you can almost immediately see the flush of color because it builds blood, you know, think Say it's blo- I'm sorry, but it's, it's bloody. And I just, <laughs> yeah. I, I am, I don't like to think about it. And I always, I always, you know, sit, you know try and thank God for the animal and make sure, try and make sure, because you never know unless you kill it yourself. But right. yeah, um, so it can really nourish you quickly, but you just have to get creative with the vegetables. That being said, there's another theory that I, I was sort of wondering there's a lot of um, I don't wanna, I don't know I don't want to get preachy, but sometimes I think there's a lot of meanness, and this is what got me to be a vegetarian when I was fourteen, and the way animals are treated. Mm-hmm. I won't get into it, but sometimes I wonder:
1: Are we are we are we taking their fear and their pain? Yeah, that's kind of what I was asking you. I, I are we putting that into our bodies? I I I on some level I'm concerned about that. Because I
0: I definitely believe that they're like conscious beings. So it's kind of, it's a hard one because I do believe that we are. But I also believe that if you're physically more delicate, that it can give you a little bit, it can make you a little bit stronger, a little bit faster. In moderation, you know, I don't think you should just be eating... Steak after steak after steak. I think it's crazy, but I do notice a little bit of. I do know. I, I just. I just. I wonder about that because I don't know. I mean, I there's nothing in Chinese medicine that would say that. Quite the opposite, but. Oh really? Yeah. No. A lot of. It's funny. I was like a lot of people that were into in my school. They like they're like oh yeah meet meat meet meet meat, meat, and I'm just like you guys are just making excuses. So I really don't know because I've never been to China but Well they do eat meat in China yeah. and some yeah. some
1: that we don't eat here. Right. Know. Right.
0: But is it really any different? It's still the same result. The animal's still Right. It's why is a dog better than a cow when I mean, you think about it? You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, I don't know if I'd really want to bring a cow into my house, but <laughs> <laughs> But uh, they still have feelings,
1: uh,
0: oh, oh yeah, so i I see both sides of it, so I know like it's it's very much accepted in t c m to eat meat, okay, but i do I do agree with you that there is an energetic component, but you also they're also starting to think, see the plants are sort of sentient, right, so, like if you really yeah, and i I love down to it, and I love Lord of the Rings, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I
1: mean, hey, why not? I had a thought, and it went away. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but Lord of the Rings is great. Oh, so I mean, we're designed to be able to eat meat, right? By our nature, right? So we can't. Yeah, that's very interesting for me to think about. But we're not
0: carnivores. We're not a ca- like cat. Cats are carnivores, right? I mean, seriously, like, if you were to tell me to go out into the woods and kill, go eat, we'll, we'll pick on Thumper because that would be easier, you know, to eat. Seriously, we really couldn't eat. It would have to, you know, I guess we could eat it raw, but we would be harder. We have to use our tools. So, I, right. you know, cats just instinctively just...
1: True. Ugh. Yeah, I'm a pescatarian. Okay. And part of it is, like, I love sushi too much, so I don't <laughs> But also, I feel like if I was on a deserted island by myself and I needed to survive, that I could probably manage to go fishing and, you know, be able to stomach eating that. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) I think. Hopefully, you'll never have to find
1: out. Yeah, so that's kind of where I am. I guess the one thing it
0: taught me was everybody is on their own journey. And... How does it vegan? Like, I saw different people, and it's just view them people with compassion because not everybody is ready. Not everybody, first all, not everybody is ready to sacrifice, and not everybody is ready to find out what's really going on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because it's like that movie, The Matrix. Yeah. You know, it's like they're just not ready. And, and I, it's frustrating because you just want to be like, just take, look, take the red pill, take the red pill, or look behind the curtain, like in The Wizard of Oz. But it's like if they knew what was going on, that would just
1: destroy them mm-hmm. would you say that have you ever experienced a patient kind of like opening their third eye in a way yep yes.
0: <laughs> the one point between your eyebrows again yeah yeah i had one patient she says i see indigo and i'm like you do that's so cool and they've noticed that they get more intuitive
1: mm-hmm. it's just always me <laughs> Have you experienced that yourself? Like when you're uh, working on a patient, is that a correct term working? Yeah. Working on a patient? Sure. Like in your lab? No. Um, um, Can you, as you were putting the needles in and like, you know, balancing the energy centers, can you feel Yeah. the energy coming out?
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Actually, whenever I work on people, I'm always doing Qigong because I need to make sure I don't catch their energy. Yeah, I was
1: going to ask you that.
0: I can't, and sometimes it's funny when I'm really caffeinated and hyper. You guys will get up off the table being caffeinated and hyper because we our energies do exchange,
1: mm. and it's neat. It's, really, it's very usually very cool. Wow! So, taking that yeah. concept, I feel like our energies everywhere are always exchanging with each other. So always. We don't really have an energy that is completely our, our own. We're all kind of part of the same energy.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, we're all, we're all connected, and I think I think a lot of the religions will kind of verify that, you know, which in whatever their, in their own way, in their own way, in their own way. You know, you just have to kind of remove some of the BS from it. <laughs> you know, it's like it's, it's it's
1: all connected, and that's kind of cool. Do you feel that being in a place where people have more conservative views? No, it's it's more difficult. <laughs> No,
0: not at all. Um, what I have noticed in the past few years without getting... I don't want to get political because, you know, I think... I wish, I wish liberals and conservatives would just sit down and talk because I feel like they would... Most people would have more in common than they realize. They just have different things, you know? But well, whatever. I really feel like with conservatives, they're very interested in natural health care. That libertarian influence mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, you know, kind of the rebels are like, Shh. which is kind. Of, actually, I think I'm kind of more like a green libertarian. It's like leave my trees alone, just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I I really feel like they're much more into that. Like it's, it's, even with the Christian Christianity, it's just basically restoring what God has created, and you don't have to have a medicine to do it, and it's it's gentle. And yeah. Even like they're getting more interested in things like yoga because I think people are starting to get they're like oh wait a second yes it is union but I don't have to unite with a Hindu god I can unite with my god
1: and right there's more to it than just like green juice and yoga pants right
0: exactly exactly it's <laughs> yoga pants oh gosh okay that 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 be... <laughs> sorry I'm sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> As you can tell, I like black, but oh, little, little Lydia, but um, <laughs> no, But in all, in all seriousness, though, it's it's they're open. It's I don't think it's like in like how it was in the movies or in Footloose, you know, where they're just like, no, no, no. I'm seeing a lot of that on the liberal side where they're like, no, no, no. And I'm just like, well, oh, dude, I mm-hmm. might agree with you, but I'm going to go party over here oh, with these people.
1: Like, like, you're, you're, you're turning into the thing that you're hating yeah. Yeah. <laughs> George Carlin even said it. Like, how do people go from just do your own thing to
0: just say no? What <laughs> happened? But in honesty, it's just, I don't know. And I, I I can't say like I agree with everything that my conservative patients and friends think, but boy, there's enough where they've taught me a lot mm-hmm. and we can find common ground in I will say, like, I I learned a lot by working in a conservative town, and it opened my heart in so many
1: ways. Yeah, I can say that being back here after being away for a while, it was challenging in a lot of ways that turned out to be very rewarding. Yeah. Because of the contrast. Exactly, exactly. You just, and you realize people
0: are just people and really, you have more in common than... Yeah. A friend of mine said, Tara Leduc. I don't know, if you want to give her credit, you can. She's like, she's like, she's been all over. And the one thing she's noticed is that if any culture you're in, if you're thirsty, people will give you a drink. If you're hungry, people will give you food. There is that level of caring. And I believe that. Yeah. I think we have, I do. I mean, you has got this stupid politics and la blah, 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 blah. But... And that's fine. And policies can be fun and they have some political, good political cartoons and stuff and skits or whatever on both sides. But I just, I think it's just more of people like
1: connecting. Oh,
0: that's me. I think so too. I don't know if that's TCM, but.
1: (laughs) I think it can tie in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To, you know, everyone having their authentic selves. Yeah. Having an influence on other people's authentic selves (laughs) or something like that. Yeah. Our energies are exchanging. We'll go back to that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, have you ever been around somebody who is kind of
1: like angry? You might tend to come off and you might kind of feel a little bit ticked off yourself. Well, well I am very empathetic and yeah. so I pick up all kinds of, all kinds of things. And actually, <laughs> whenever I came here the first time, yeah. and I can talk about me because it's yeah. HIPAA, whatever, but I had a lot of pent up things yeah. inside of me. And so I went home to where I'm staying with my parents to visit them for a while. Yeah. And my dad, like, said something, like, really casually that was not, you know, anything. Right. And I burst into tears. <laughs> and I cried and cried and cried and cried for, like, hours. I was like, wow, this is really powerful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. And that's, that's those are miracles
1: to me. Mm-hmm. I think so. So I usually ask this question last. Okay. If your authentic inner voice had a billboard, what would it say to the world?
0: Okay. I don't to do anything sarcastic.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> just
0: breathe through this. Mm-hmm. I like that. Just because sometimes, whatever it is, and that's what I tell my daughter when she's, cause I don't let her have, um, try not to let her have meltdowns anymore because she wants to be a teacher and just wait like every, like every other teacher to have her meltdown in her chiropractor's office. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell her to breathe through it. And even when you're having a happy moment, you still need to breathe through it because it's like, it makes you appreciate it more. So it doesn't have to just be the traumatic ones. But I think now a lot of people are And that's probably one of the reasons I I laugh so much about my own, like, goofiness. Like, I was talking about my lizard brain, my OCD, and all that funny stuff. Because I laugh, I think it's kind of funny. But, like, when when something bad happens, you just have to breathe
1: through it. It's going to, it's most likely the worst of it's going to pass. Yeah, don't forget to breathe. (laughs) Yeah, don't forget to breathe. (laughs) I think a lot of us forget to breathe when something comes up surprising or challenging even when something good happens,
0: I forget to breathe. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wait, okay. <laughs> like, now I'm like, I'm having
1: a guess. Because I get nervous. I'm like, oh, breathe, Lesbeth, breathe. <laughs> You're doing fine. You're doing just fine. So if people would like to find your work or, or what you do on the internet or... Well, the Saxonberg Acupuncture and Chiropractic. That's okay. my website.
0: Um, and um, I know I have, like... Some videos on YouTube, which I'm so sorry because I I am terrified doing them. I just want you guys to have good acupressure stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's where you can find me. And I'm in Saxonburg, probably at the coffee shop.
1: Okay. (laughs) my work. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you're listening and you like what you hear, please consider subscribing and rating this podcast as it really helps get this podcast out to other people who might be interested in hearing it but don't know about it yet. And also, if you'd like to contact me or reach me, you can reach me at unconditioningpodcast at gmail.com or unconditioningpodcast on Instagram. Thank you so much. And until next time. Stay tuned in to you.